It's time for The Drive's Top 4 at 4. Hour number two of The Drive underway here on Fan Run Radio. And the Top 4 at 4 brought to you this afternoon by National RX. 25% off all Ananda Professional CBD products through the month of March. Order online, get it shipped to you, nationalrx.com. Marcus. Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee men's basketball has been placed in the brackets. They have a number four seed and will play number 13, Louisiana, on Thursday the 16th. You missed calling them Louisiana Lafayette? Ooh la la is what I always say. I do. Uh, I'm indifferent. Lafayette's a fun word to say. I just remember we played them in the year 2000 in the tournament because I was on sports radio at WUTK as a wet behind the ears 19 or 20 year old no 19 or 20 year old uh wannabe sportscaster they all laughed at me bear like all the older kids like didn't take me seriously like none of them like none of them are in in radio where are they now who knows miserable taking orders from some guy pushing paper somewhere yeah dreaming about being on the radio yeah probably you know what they're probably doing Probably listening to I you do. right now. Probably. And you hearing yeah, my I voice. Do. How you like him now? It, it, this, uh, this, uh, this, this, not to be sexist here, Chloe, but this this girl there who was like in charge of the program was like, you don't have enough enthusiasm. You don't show enough, enough emotion. She's like telling me what to me, giving me pointers. It's like, listen, lady, I know what I'm, she probably had a good point. I was. I was pretty dull back in those days, but it's I right. wanted it, Bear. It's kind of – I do have a little Michael Jordan chip on my shoulder. Got cut from the high school JV team. Yeah. All those dorks at UT, where are they now? Where are they now? Probably making a lot more money than, than I am, wherever. Whatever industry they're into. Anyway, not to make it about me, though, Marcus. At number two, we have uh, NFL free agency – Officially starting today, been some big moves, some notable moves for Tennessee uh, Volunteer fans. Mm. Cameron Sutton signed a three-year deal worth $33 million with the Detroit Lions. This is guaranteed. um, I just had this up and I switched pages. Sorry, I didn't mean it. No, it's fine. Uh, $22.5 million guaranteed. Best cornerback acquisition for the Lions since Terry Fair back in the 1998 NFL Draft. The other big name. I don't know if that's true or not. Founder knows. of the drive. They also had Justin Coleman for a while, too. Really? Yeah. Good for them. Uh, I think that's the last time they took a cornerback at number one in, in the first round. That may be that's the only true. time. That's not true. They drafted one like two years ago out of Boom. Uh, Ohio State. Boom. Do you know his name? Stick that in your pipe and you smoke know his it. Name? Not off the top of my head, but I can well, see his face. Well, not off the top of you. You can see his face. But I know who it is. You know what I can see? He was like the you third pick in the draft. You know what I can hear in, in my head? How you're wrong? Berman doing the Berman thing on Sunday night when T-Fair picked one off and ran it all the way damn back on somebody for six, baby. Is that what you see? Yeah. I'm talking about number one draft picks. The kid okay. could play, my friend. I didn't say he – why are you making this sound like I'm against, you know, Terry Fair? I don't like your schmarmy attitude. Carry on with your top four, though. Jeff Oduka. He was a third overall pick. Jeff you don't Jeff remember Jeff Oduka? Jeff no. Oduka? Ohio State. He was the best corner in the draft. The other player for the Vols that got a big contract was Shy Tuttle 
Former Saints also signed with the Carolina Panthers. Hey, oh, going some, home, a North Carolina kid coming home with a big payday. That's right. Three-year, $19.5 million deal. Ooh. That includes $13 million guaranteed. Uh, All right. Well done, sir. Five out of four, There's been a lot of movements in the NFL. Uh, Titans miss out on McGlinchey, who goes to the Broncos. Ben Powers also goes to the Broncos. Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Vegas, which was a big one. Um, Nate Davis, who is a Titan, former Titan, will be going to the Chicago Bears. So those are some of the big names. I'm keeping up with it because I'm wanting the Titans to not do what they do every year, it feels like, and wait till day two or three to finally make some moves. At number three, we have uh, a Chris Beard sighting, as Chris Beard has been hired as the Old Miss head coach. He, they announced today, last week, Beard emerged as the leading candidate for the job, with the two sides in contact and Old Miss officials doing their due diligence before moving forward with the former Texas coach. What do you think that due diligence consisted of? Did you do it? Did you beat your wife? Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, All right then. good then. Sign here. Have you gone through anger management? Uh, did you really choke your wife or your fiance? What was it that started it? Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying in any way was it justified. That like, she like broke she, something she right, and he snapped. It was his glasses. Done, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't just the glasses. Uh, that 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 had been building. I'm with you, Bear. Not. Not. I'm not excusing anything. Not condoning oh, any. I'm really disappointed <laughs> but. that he didn't get charged because, like Aaron was saying, if you read that police report, what the police reported that she reported that happened there, and there was physical evidence to back up her claims, he probably should have been charged. Hey, but a, she a wouldn't man, cooperate. Uh, a man doesn't do something like that just because the casserole was a little. Just because you yeah. broke a pair of glass. The edges are glasses. all crispy. No, like, no, he's. That that had been simmering for a while. Hopefully. I mean, what I if just he got, always wonder what happened. What if, what if he pulls this again? I mean, he gives another one. Like, then they look really bad, right? That's yeah. Just, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You got to have a zero tolerance morality clause or something in there, right? You get fired for cost. The other, the other thing gave me pause, if you guys remember back that week when he got, during that whole day where he got fired, it got really, it's the right word for it, terse between his attorney and Texas. You remember that fire-breathing statement that Texas put out about him that day? Hmm. No. Okay. Are you asking me, do I remember the statement? Yeah. No. I, I remember it was really scathing and just kind of point blank, like, you know what you did. You know what you did. You know it broke your clause and your contract, so yes, you're being fired with cause. And finally, at number four, uh, Trevor Bauer is finalizing a deal to play baseball in Japan. <laughs> the former CEO. Speaking of Sickos. problematic Guys who have problematic issues with the ladies. He is fi- <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, he's finalizing a one-year contract with the Yokohama DNA Bay Stars. DNA Bay Stars. So what? He'll refresh my memory. There's so many of these guys. So many weird and wacky and dark things they get into. He was accused he was of the, biting, wasn't he? He yeah, was a biter. A biter. The 32-year-old yeah. pitcher. Uh, Last pitch in June of 2021 where a San Diego area a woman accused him of sexually assaulting her. 
He was placed on administrative leave for the remainder of the season and eventually sp- suspended for 324 games by the MLB. Was this the deal where it started off as consensual and quickly got into some areas where... This was the, I mean, we're a family. I don't, BDSM, S&M kind of tone, overtones yeah, to he, this whole well, story. That was his thing. It was like she was. She was into, he was saying she was into that. Yeah. She's saying, this dude, you know. She was saying very much not me. so. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy Japan. He will dominate, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure, you know. It's going to be a great sequel to the. Mr. M- Baseball. <laughs> Mr. Oh, That's a no. great baseball movie. Trevor Bauer is Tom Selleck is Trevor Bauer in Mr. Baseball 2. That was a good how, movie. How old is Tom Selleck now? Too old to play Trevor I was Bauer. I say. <laughs> Might Too old to play Trevor Bauer in Mr. Baseball 2. McConaughey? Uh, no. I don't He's even really know what Trevor Bauer looks like. Yeah, I was about to do the same thing. I'm sure... Like he's, I don't know. I always thought he looked kind of. He's thirty-two, so you have to get someone. The, what's the guy from uh, Parks and Rec that's been all, like, just doing the Mario movie now? What's his name? Uh, Chris Pratt. Get Chris. Yeah, Pratt. yeah. He's done a baseball movie already. The guy who played Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> would you want if you were an actor like, like? They're all named would, Chris for some. Reason. Would you really want to play? Uh, just some. Somebody or some character is just completely reprehensible. Well, I mean, Evan Peters played Jeffrey Dahmer in that series. I, I think to be able to play uh, and make it look believable, you got to be a little weird yourself. There's been multiple people who've played Jeffrey Dahmer, actually. Yeah, I, Did you ever I, watch that series? I think it's weird to, to attempt to get inside, to be able to to do what they do. You really get inside somebody's head to... You're doing it right. How can I identify with this psychopathic, cannibalistic, murder mayhem guy? Sex, sex murder and yeah. serial killer. I, I really want to get into this role. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would never want to get in that kind of headspace. I would have to Heath Ledger. Yeah, took him to a dark spot. He never came out of it. All right, that is the. Top four at Ford's brought to you by National Law Rex this afternoon. 25% off throughout the month of March on all CBD products. They carry Ananda Professional CBD products, the best, most high-quality CBD products on the market. If you use CBD or you've thought about using CBD, this is a great chance for you to patronize one of our longest-running and best sponsors. Really help us out. Be sure to let them know. You heard us talking about it here on Fan Run when you when you call up or when you go in there and place your order. Um, and to experience and, and save a lot of money on a native professional CBD products. Maybe you need the sleep aid CBD. That sounds like something Marcus said. He's telling me, he said, I might have to take something tonight. You need to get the CBD, yeah. the yeah, sleep, sleep enhanced like a baby. CBD. Yeah. yeah. I tried a couple of them. The one that uh, uh, that I really got on heart, uh, there's one that's like a roll on. Yeah. And it's like a topical, almost like a topical. Where do you roll it on? Like after I had my surgery, like I had all that crazy nerve pain going down my right. Do you remember that? Going down my right you side. Put but, it on your side? Yeah. You just roll it on. Huh. It doesn't, it's got a pleasant smell and it offered more relief than uh, 
any opioids. So I've had a lot of, I had a lot of, I mean, I'm, I'm wouldn't not putting on about it. It's, it's cause it works, man. I've used a couple of their products. Well, you could stroll on in there at 11134 Kingston Pike, right next to Wendy's, kind of across the street from Farragut High School, right next to Wendy's, uh, out west. And you can get it shipped to your door if you're listening outside the Knoxville area. I know we got a lot of listeners in the Mid-State, in the Carolinas, wherever, even out on the West Coast. Shout out to Chris in Fresno, Rusty in Manhattan Beach. Go online to nationallawrex.com. You will have to call to place the order and just let them know, hey, I heard Russell talking about this on Fan Run. I want the 25% off deal on the CBD. Uh, the number is 865-392-1770. And again, you could find that number if you're out driving around, can't write it down right now. Just go to nationalrx.com. When you get home, call down there and get it hooked up. All right, 865-546-8200, your number to get on board here. Let's hear from Rick Barnes, Tennessee basketball coach, meeting with the media earlier today and talking about, well, it is the Rick Barnes NCAA tournament basketball experience. Keep knocking on that door, ladies and gentlemen. He was asked about the draw that Tennessee has and what he thinks about the region that they've been placed in. Here's what he had to say. I don't have any thoughts on it. I, you know what, I've always uh, trusted the committee. I think they're under a great deal of scrutiny. And all I know this is we, we got seated because of our body of work. And these guys certainly deserved it regardless of, uh, it goes back to what we talk about all, all year long. Every game's important. Every game's an NCAA game, starting from the time you walk on the court, whether it's your first home game against whoever, those tournaments, every game's an NCAA tournament game. and. I always think it's funny when you when you hear those talking heads on TV talk about how if Carolina would have won a game in December, they would have made the tournament. But yet, they question our seed, well, because of what we did in December and January, put us where we had to do. So these guys, where we are, they, they I, I get it totally. That's where I would probably put it, because we've, even though we haven't won the way we want to in February, we know we've had some issues that we've had to deal with, but they fought. And they, we deserve where we are. Now we've, we've got to go out and, like everybody, everybody starts 0-0. Zero, zero and, and it's a four-team tournament uh, this week in Orlando for us. And we've got to be ready. Did you notice what Barnes did there, Marcus? He went full bear. Yeah, he, he did. Did. Did, did. What did he do? He did. I mean, I'm. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about right now, do you? A little bit. I noticed it. What did you notice? <laughs> There. What did you notice? He does. He does the thing that I do with you. <laughs> what thing? What thing is that? <laughs> Why are you lying about this? Why? What did you just say? I don't know again. what you're talking about. Because like, I just lost it. To, I did. You stand to gain nothing by this lie. <laughs> what I, are you doing? I heard it, and then I like I had it, and now it's gone. But it's one of my many <laughs> things that I do. I knew exactly what you were gonna say. I was like, damn. I don't even gone. know what you're talking about right now. He uh. He says, he's asked about their draw, what he thinks about their draw. And he goes, I don't have any thoughts on that. And then proceeds to expand on it for like an entire mm-hmm. minute. Here, play, play the very the, the beginning of that again. 
please. I don't have any thoughts on it. I, you know what? I've always uh, and then he goes. Uh, he spends like I another a minute. Time. I don't have. Uh, I don't have any thoughts gonna, on it. I'm going to talk about it for All a minute though. Here, is, you, you turn it off. I, we're not going to listen to it again. Body of work. <laughs> Total bear move. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and coach. Way, what did did uh, you have any thoughts on your draw and the region you were placed in? Your opponents? No, not really. But let me tell you my expansive thoughts on the draw, the region we, we were placed in, and our opponents. You got a minute? Oh, you do? You've come to my press conference to hear me speak? Good then! Because I have thoughts. The, the most interesting thing he said, real quickly, listen to this. Uh, he was asked about, you remember the Missouri game and the turnovers, the, the turnovers at the beginning and how frustrated and how pissed off he was yeah. during that game about that and how frustrating that was for, for all of us to watch? Here's what he had to say about that. Well, I can be honest with you, a couple of those weren't turnovers. They were fouls. That uh, should have shouldn't have been turnovers, but that's part of it. And uh, uh, but the way we started the game, after looking at the tape, you know, we had what five turnovers. Two of them were not turnovers. We should have had the ball back or, and and had two fouls. But uh, you know what? We know we got to take care of the ball. We do. We know we we've, we've got to do that. Uh, that's important. And again, this time of year with where we are, I think that our guys know that, and uh, we we obviously did a better job once it all settled down. How about that? Rick Barnes calling out the officiating crew there. I've I've never heard him talk about that, about officials. First of all, did he say first of all? First of all, let me tell you something, Sonny. Let's listen to just the beginning again. Well, I can be honest with you, a couple of those weren't turnovers. He did did the, I can be honest with you. The other bear thing. (laughs) I can be honest with you, those weren't turnovers. They were fouls. I don't blame him. I'm glad to see him saying something about it. Dude, that was what frustrated me. And that's why I was so torqued out on when we first got on the after the loss to them, because I felt like that that crew just let them from the outset, and that really put us off our game. I agree with Coach Barnes. They're grabbing, it's frustrating. They're doing they the deal yeah. where they were like basically mauling our you know Vescovy all the way down the court, then they cross half court line, and their player throw his hands up. And they like, I didn't do anything. Well, and they called that. Terrible technical on Triple J, where he's not even looking at the guy. The guy runs into Triple J's hand with his face. Kobe Brown, I mean, he's it's uh, I mean, he's good. He knew what he was doing. That that wasn't Kobe Brown. That was the I'm pretty sure that was Hodges. But who's 24? I don't know. I'm terrible with basketball numbers. I know it wasn't Brown though. But it was, yeah. I mean, you're gonna call let them get away with just hand check mania just slapping everybody reaching in on everything and then you're going to call that a technical come on man gtfo as the kids say let's go to the big orange phillies phone lines and talk to phil good afternoon phil you're on the drive it's fan run radio what's up philly pretty cool you had rick barnes on there not saying anything well, uh, this is the, this is how this is going to go, huh? He's just Phil comes out. He doesn't even have the knife in the what do you call it, a scabbard? No, he, he he just got that thing pointed straight out for Rick Barnes today, man. This is this is going to get ugly, folks. Oh, I'm not, I mean, we got outplayed. Missouri was a better team than us. I mean, we don't have ZZ. We're we're struggling. And BJ rots on the bench. Uh, I mean, Rick Barnes got what he deserved. 
didn't hurt nobody last year after the season was over with. Knowing we needed a, a point guard and end up. Phil, we won that tournament last year. We didn't need to play four games in four days today. We did not need to play that Alabama team again without Ziegler. That's a good point. This, this I is, do agree. We, we got home a couple of extra rest. days of rest. Yeah. yeah. Let's win these two games. Let's beat Duke. Let's beat Duke to go to the Sweet 16. How about that? Let's think positive yeah, here, Philly. I mean, if, I mean, Duke's not, you know, invincible. I mean, the ACC is a horrible league, and at least Tennessee plays some good competition in the SEC. That's what I'm saying. You got a freshman-laden team in Duke. That would be sweet. Let's send them packing. Let's put, send them home. The first game first, though. So, or, or if we get, we might go packing on that first game. No. We're not ready to play. Ah, they'll be ready. I am worried about that Filipowski guy, though. They'll be ready. Marcus is ready. That's good. You you worry about Louisiana Lafayette Bear? I mean, this time of year, anybody should worry you. It's a tournament. Crazy stuff happens. I remember last year we talked ourselves into Longwood being an actual threat. We were all worried about that game. God, we bombed them. Yeah. That's the reason I caught Longwood, you know. No, I don't know it, but. Uh... <laughs> the guys, all, all honesty, uh, they got a golden opportunity. Uh, uh, the. We pretty much got what we deserved because we, we, we petered out at the end of the year. We could have been a two seed if we had just won about two or three more games. But we didn't do it. You lost to Mandy at home. Yep. I mean, uh, down there, and you lost to Missouri here. Yep. Those yep. Were the two big, that's the two biggest losses, really. And it, really, the biggest loss is just not even showing up when Kentucky came in there and turned their whole season around. We begged, basically – Gave Missouri their two biggest wins of the year. We gave Kentucky their two biggest wins of the year. We saved Vanderbilt's season. And there's another one I can't think of right now. But, uh, yeah, Florida got their one signature win of the year. But you know what, Phil? It's all in the past. It doesn't matter. Everybody's slate is wiped clean. Everybody is zero and zero. We move forward together. You believe it? Yeah, I believe it. We're, we're going forward. We got to knock on that door, Phil. We've been saying it for years, right? We just got to keep knocking on that door. We get a chance to knock. Well, let's who's knock. Gonna, who's who's going to bring the ball down court? Mayshack? Evidently. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of Mayshack, Triple J, and I got Santiago Vescovy. I mean, behind uh, Vescovy, um, I kind of got more faith in in Jemai than I certainly than I do Tyreek at this point. Well, you know, nobody turned the ball over in the backcourt. There's a terrible the one off key and the off the inbounds, but nobody turned the ball over the backcourt. Now it was once we got into the front court. I remember Mayshack early had just a yeah, terrible he tried yeah. to like hand yeah. it off on the sideline there and got it knocked away. Yeah. But they're doing stuff they're not used to doing. That's, yeah. that's one reason that and they're doing that. And uh, uh, did you know the how many uh, double-digit games Key had scoring-wise this year for Tennessee? 
the whole year? Four, if I'm not mistaken. Four in SEC play, eight in the whole season. No, we, I've been waiting for this part. This part where Phil rips Tyreek Key. This is... I'm not going to rip him. Uh, he should have been Viscovy's backup, but that's not the way things worked out. Or he could have played a little bit, you know, play the other wing position at times when Tennessee went small or whatever. But uh, it is what it is. And uh, the six-man-dollar man making that money, I expect sweet 16. See you. Thank you, Phil. Venomous. I could have gotten a lot worse. I feel like, I feel like you talked him. Yeah, we we handled that. We had to manage that. We had yeah. to manage my man's temper okay, right there. He, he's ready to snap. It is March, and Phil is already starting. We're seeing some cracks in the facade of his fragile psyche right now. We haven't even got to the playing games yet. So if just saying, what if the worst happened Thursday night? How ugly is it going to get on Friday afternoon on the show record? Dude, well, first of all, how ugly is it going to be at midnight when everybody's tired, angry, drunk, some combination of drunk? Uh, we, we, we get on voluntary Linda. reaction at midnight. It's going to be midnight. Man, that's going to be crazy. Well, you do know that you might have to do it without Bear because he does go to bed early. <laughs> so You're a putz. I'm just. You said You're a it. Complete putts. You said you didn't want to go That's out. Just an unwarranted attack. To and and now, wings. now I'm going to have to, you know, pay it's, it back, and it starts a spiral of, you know, stuff you know, and rustle here in about 15 minutes. Yeah, you could be yeah, the bigger dude, man. No. You could turn the other cheek. No, I'm the you prince could. of petty, my friend. Get a good eyeball on you here. Come up with something good. Stay I'm, with us. The drive continues. We'll find out what's happening today on the internet when we continue. It's Fan Run Radio. Back with more right after this. It's time for Today on the Internet. All right. He follows... The internet trends so you don't have to. Marcus Young, what are they talking about on those wacky interwebs today? Well, the big one's the Oscars, Russell. Um, they're the biggest movie that won the, probably the most awards was uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, won seven. I do want to see that. I wanted to see that before, when it, when it first came out. I, there, was, there, there was a lot of buzz around that one. Is it, to quote the great Trey Wallace, is it kind of trippy? It looked yes. very far out. Okay. A high-concept movie, I believe, is what they call those. It won seven awards, including for Best Picture, Directing, and three of the four acting categories. And the kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Short Round, and the Goonies. is in that, and he's all grown up now. Yes. And he, he accepted the award from Harrison Ford, and it was kind of like a little... If I'm pronouncing it correctly, it's Kehu Kwan, or Juan. Okay. I'm not positive. I always but, yeah. called him Short Round. Short Round. Or Data data that was from the goonies yeah it's it was really big for him because he has kind of been out of acting for a while he kind of felt like i watched an interview where he talked about how he felt like this was kind of maybe what he been him. doing um i think he was working like behind the scenes stuff like to be able Production. to still be involved yeah but just wasn't an actor and and he got this opportunity and he took it and i'm, I'm happy for him uh part of the oscars that was super interesting i'll show you a photo russell um 
Imagine being able to get tickets to the Oscars and sit behind somebody oh, with a no. giant. These Hollywood weirdos, man. It's, it's all these things nowadays. Any award ceremony. Well, usually, like when you watch the Oscars, and I, I stopped. I don't think any of our audience watches the Oscars, but we watch movies occasionally. You want to know what to see, so we'll talk about it here for a second. But usually, like, that award show, when I see the crowd, yeah, it's all the beautiful people, but they're all wearing tuxes and dresses. Nobody's wearing— Oh, yeah, they're wearing, like, It's not like the—what do you call it? The Met Gala, where people are just trying to outdo each other with freakiness and weirdness. Yeah. But the picture he just showed me, some woman is wearing, like, a A bridal veil. veil. That's and adds an extra foot or two just around her entire head. That's got to be really. You think about that. You you fight. You get a ticket to a major award show. It's national television. There are all these stars around. You can finally get in there, and you're sitting behind this woman. You can't see anything. Oh, if she's sitting in front of us. She's she's taking that thing off, or she's she's moving. <laughs> she's not sitting in front of us wearing that dress. In front of us. His. I like figured the drive got invited to cover the Oscars and we're out there and our Armani well, Tux is listen, looking at I, like a I'm million very, bucks. As as a tall person, I'm very cognizant of when I go into a theater, especially that's not stadium seating. When I sit down in front of somebody, when I get there and there's already somebody in the seat behind me yeah. and they're not a tall person, and I sit down, I always feel bad. A guilt, yeah. Because what's well, you're a decent human being. And there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not. I'm not going to slouch and hurt my back and be uncomfortable for two or three hours to make this person's experience better. But we figure something out. I I feel bad about it. Yeah. Nobody's ever said anything to me about it, but I know because I remember, you know, growing up before I was tall, (laughs) you sit behind somebody, and that sucks. Yeah. Especially if you're at a show or something. Yeah. Um. Another thing that was kind of uncomfortable. It's like Jimmy Kimmel was the host and he was doing crowd work. Uh, I I know I'm not going to pronounce her name correctly. She's the Pakistani activist who's been targeted by the Taliban. Oh, no. uh, oh the young girl? Yeah. So she was there. Uh, like Malala? Malala, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Kimmel approached her and asked her a supposed fan question saying, your work on human rights and education for women and children is an inspiration. As the youngest Nobel Prize, uh, Nobel Prize winner in history, do you think Harry Styles uh, spit on Chris Pine? Which, which was a whole thing that happened Why in another you award. Somebody like this. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a ridiculous question, and it's dumb as hell to ask somebody. It, it's just, she's the kind of person. Well, that- Jimmy Kimmel's like Colbert. When he was on Comedy Central and they were doing stuff that was funny with writers, and it was funny, he was very funny, and now he's on late night tv and it's all watered down and very lame it's he's not funny well no and no. It, it it's also just weird for somebody who's you know probably not very familiar with like american culture and comedy and she, she probably i'd be surprised she knows who he is and then apparently he also had there was a cocaine bear person suit mm-hmm. like a giant fake bear and apparently he also had her had that cocaine bear like bother her a little bit too. Like it's like he he seems like one of those it's like this young woman who's who's under threat of death just because she she's voiced the opinion that girls should be allowed to go to school. I agree. Yeah, it's weird. And the I don't know. Second one, uh there's been a a bank collapse if people are interested in in this. Uh, yeah, I've saw it's not going to affect my money. Is it? I don't well, care. I don't a bunch of Silicon crypto Valley? bros out in California lose all their money. That's 
hey, they get what they're coming. But do you guys understand what's going salt on? Salt of the earth guys like me with just uh, you know some money in the bank. Uh, my money's not going anywhere, is it? Uh, do you guys understand what's happening or, or what think, happened? I think financial bear might. I don't care there. what's happening. I just want to know, uh, Marcus. Can you tell me is my money safe? Do you have money in Silicon Valley? <laughs> You should never have more than a quarter of a million dollars in any bank. That's what the FDIC limit is. This is the quarter of a million dollars. Not a problem. No, not, so, not a problem for me. This is the second largest bank failure in the U.S. The Treasury Secretary said earlier on Sunday that there will be no federal bailout for the stricken bank, and she also said that uh, held true. I thought they were bailing it out. Day. Uh, this is according to an article that was posted today. Saying that she, that they're it not going to be bailing them out. It is not a. Fe- this is not. That was the thing they made really clear. Taxpayers aren't bailing these people out. So this isn't like TARP. No, nah, me and me and you ain't. We aren't. They aren't coming to us for money. So where's it coming were, from? That I don't know. I just know that it, they the absolutely FDIC? said no. I, I don't know. I do know that um, they also let them know that everybody that got bonuses like two hours before they went under. All that's I would imagine that they're going to go after people for giving themselves bonuses right before they cratered their banks. So. I can give you an idea of some of the companies that have been affected. Roku's been affected. The streaming player had $487 million, or 26% of its $1.9 billion in cash at Silicon Valley the, Bank. A company in Great Britain bought the British arm of the bank for one sterling pound this morning. I mean, it's, it's worth virtually. I mean, it's not worth anything. It's failed. So yeah, well, as long as you don't, I don't really know what that means, but it's <laughs> it's going to they're going to they're going to take care the of the for a buck fifty, bro. They're going to take care of the people, though. It's not going to be a bunch of. It's not going to be another Enron. Silicon Valley Bank feels like from my. It feels like a lot of that's where a lot of investors for like big technologies. So, so I think that's why you're okay. That was a problem. The people <laughs> yeah. that the, you're poor, Russell. You don't need to worry about this. Thank you, Marcus. I appreciate that. But the basic problem with the bank was the people that had all their money deposited there didn't need to borrow any money because they had investors yeah. that were giving them money and they kept depositing it. And banks make money by loaning loaning it out, and they bought treasury bills is going to get really boring but when the interest rates went up the bills went down and they lost like a gazillion dollars on that deal well about eight minutes ago on cnn business they said that the federal reserve announced that they're going to launch a review of the supervision and regulation of silicon valley bank let me ask you guys this and i realize we're all dopes here so don't panic i don't want to contribute to a panic Uh but it's been a while. We we had the 08 recession, and everybody's oh my god, you know, lost their minds. But it's okay. No, but we're not sleeping in cardboard boxes in Central Park like in the well, olden no, days. No, but our national debt's like thirty one something trillion or whatever the hell it's up well, to. Well, let me let me ask you this: Do you worry that in our lifetime or young Chloe's lifetime that there will be a great depression like? 10 plus year period oh. of just unimaginable poverty poverty that affects everybody. Chloe's generation is going to live through some kind of dystopian hellscape. Yeah. In her lifetime. I I mean it's just you just run so? the numbers. Yeah. I mean think about I've talked about this with it's friends before. It's going to point before. out they're just going to have no choice but like start I mean it's massive. People don't understand how much money we're talking about. A lot of people 
I've talked to, especially during like 2020, were wondering is 2020 this more modern version, modern version quotes of like what the Great Depression was, and are we going to be hitting into what was like the Roaring Twenties? Which is like freedom from like the pandemic, from the locking up, and then we're, we're just dancing gonna, the Charleston and gonna get crazy. Speakeasies. It's gonna get crazy. And, yeah, just like kind of go like the full opposite way. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I got one more for you to, to okay. lighten the mood, though. Get, okay, that was got a little dark. It did get a little bit dark. Uh, Berlin has decided they're gonna let everyone go topless at public swimming. Pools. Oh, I thought we were talking about the band. Go ahead. What did Berlin, the band, do? Did they do Take My Breath Away? Oh, yeah, they did that. That was Enigma. Well, and they had one other. Take my breath I'm glad you said that, Russell, because if you go to a public swimming pool, your breath will be taken away. As uh, women in Berlin will soon be allowed to go topless Why? in the city's public swimming pools, like the men. Why? Uh, the new band no, breath no, away. it's not like the men. It's very much not like the men. It's on us, though. Depends. Depends on certain men. This sounds like a really bad idea. The new bathing. You think dudes are going to be able to handle just women walking around with no shirt on? I don't know. It's Europe, man. These people are weird over there. He's got a point. The new bathing rules allow everyone to go swimming without covering their torsos, followed a discrimination complaint by a woman who was not allowed to go topless at the swimming pool in the capital. The woman whose identity was not revealed had turned to the Senate's uh, ombudsman person's office. Whatever. Are you trying to say ombudsman? Yeah. <laughs> No, not ombudsman. It's it says person at the end. It really no, does. He, he didn't say. Oh, it's an ombud. it's an ombuds person now. Yeah, that's it's what it not... says. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, they really are for the equality over there. They don't have ombudsmen anymore. They have um, ombuds what person? Ombuds person. Yeah, it literally says that. I'm not that crazy. Almighty, is that really that important? Does that matter? So, had, are you against this, Russell? Are you against equality? <laughs> I'm not against equality. I'm just pro if you had a word that's existed for hundreds, if not, you know. No, I'm not talking about the word. We're, we're talking about the word. was created. Bear is really fixated on the ombudsperson angle of this. I think it's we're irritating. more fixated on the women walking around the pool with I mean, what can out. I say? I mean, you guys are like in high school. I don't know. I, just, I don't. What is it? They just expect men. To walk around, I'm just trying to like and, uh, go up to Splash Country, okay? And, uh, and there's just boobs everywhere. Hey, guys, are you think they all don't look American, like they, I know they're not all nice, but uh, guys are just gonna walk. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Oh, yes, yeah, nice to see you. Okay, you, no, you go. Uh, I mean, you go uh, on the uh, water slide first. No. You don't think guys are gonna be losing? Well, yeah, I, I, I think there will, and I, I think there'd be a whole culture war over it if that ever happened here. But that's it's why it, it never would. I have a question. We, for you, we do have female in here, Chloe. Just yes or no? Is this a good thing, bad thing? It's weird. I wouldn't. I would never. She says she would take never. Advantage of that rule. You take advantage of. That's no, an interesting I, way to put it. I would never. I would never <laughs> use the rule. I would still. I would. Okay. She says no. But you, but you think that if 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 women want to do that, they should have the right to? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I, never I don't know. That's weird. Just in defense, seems like a problem. It, it it seems like it's not a problem. It, it seems like this is this is what happens when things are too good. 
Uh, I mean, it's Germany. Rants. Like I said, it's Germany. They're, those people are. I mean, they're just, they're, it, they're just they're completely different from us <laughs> culturally, dude. You could never put that would never work here. I could see it working over in Germany or France or. I my, mean, my question would be though, like, do you have a? Because you're talking about like a staring problem if this happens, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a staring problem if someone like a woman is breastfeeding oh, in public? You, I knew you were going to say that. No, you idiot. I'm just saying it's no, no. How is it different? I'm just. What? How is it different? How is it different, Marcus? Do we have to explain this to you? In both scenarios, they're out. <laughs> like I. <laughs> So I don't know what's the main do, difference. Uh, the main difference is that one is is a woman who's who's you know feeding her child uh-huh. from her bosom, <laughs> and the other one just some lady doing laps. The why? She just don't want to wear a top, <laughs> or just sunbathing. Yeah, but it's not like it's harming. It's like it's, it's two totally different things. I don't think so. You're gonna. You're the guy. A woman whips one out in the mall food court to feed her you're, you're the one guy just stands there staring do just, not even she's got a blanket over wow. how dare you no i walk on because i don't care you walk on you be, stop and looking. surreptitiously take a picture like you freak looking at his phone i don't like this pics. accusatory of me being a creep in public or in private i'm not a creep how dare you I'm in support of them doing what they want to do, unlike somebody. Stay with us. <laughs> the drive continues. So you think this should be a this Marcus should come to America? Weird. I believe that anyone can do what they want. Like I mean, like as long as you're not oh, hurting. Free love, other, young over here. Hold on, as long as you're not hurting other okay, people. Star child. <laughs> as long as you're not hurting other people yourself, oh. you know, be happy. That's all that matters. Just give me a headed grilled cheese sandwich. Stay with us. The drive continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. Fan Run Radio. The drive continues. Chris Beard is checking in at Ole Miss. Hmm. They're doing that thing where the coach arrives and they post a bunch of pictures of the family walking into the building and everything. That's going well on social media. Is it? Yeah. A lot of support. Does say wearing a scarf? Around her neck. I don't feel like that's too soon. We're making domestic violence jokes now. Yeah, I wasn't joking. That's what we're doing. I was asking. I don't know if this is the fiance. Uh, What what do you think here, Marcus? Is is this fiance or is that daughter? Keep in mind, like he's flipped that around. Let me see. I know what his fiance looks like. It feels like daughter. I'm not even going to lie it's to you be about hard. it. You're going to have to look. I don't know if you'll be able to see it from over there. Probably not. No, I can't. Put on your readers. That won't help. I need binoculars for that. Um, It's a tough sell, man. I, I don't know. If you're the Ole Miss basketball social media accounts, maybe you just focus on the coach and, and just put up some the generic family. graphics, yeah. Just a picture of him, maybe t- take a picture of him. Not do all the behind-the-scenes videos and stuff that yeah. you typically see. Like, just that, just take stuff. a picture of him from Texas on the sideline, uh, Photoshop it so he's wearing old, old Miss colors, and you slap that up with some graphics behind him, and he's not all the behind – like you were saying, not all behind-the-scenes stuff. 
Yeah, you, I mean that stuff doesn't count for anything. Nobody's because if, if they lay low, there's not going to be a whole whole outside of the region down there. Uh, they're going to fly under the radar. Alabama's number one seed in the NCAA tournament. They've got two players that may or may not have been. We don't know what their level of involvement was with the situation where a girl got murdered on campus. The lack of shame from the Alabama fans. Surprise me one bit. I, I'm sure there are some fans that are uncomfortable and maybe have even expressed that somewhere on social otherwise. But the the T-shirt that was going around. Look, let, let me tell you something. They don't make that kind of T-shirt unless there are lots of people who are going to pay for it and wear it. No, that's not that's not something you just print off just one or two. Killing their way through the SEC. It's all a joke, man. It's all and a joke. I'm, I've always been a big, like, like always back in the day, like uh, the, the T-shirts, especially like the, the Notre Dame-Miami. They used to sell them here before games and stuff. And I already had another really cringy – Nate Oates had another cringy presser. Oh, yeah, they all did. Yeah, and then I saw a really cringy article. I'm gonna, I want to look and see who it was because I was going to call him out. Like, dude, I was like, are you really spinning this? Like, the Alabama team's overcoming adversity – Really? Really? Adversity? What? 20-year-old kid is, you know, how old was she? Like 20, 21? That's why. I mean, it's a young mom. It's really gross, man. Like, I tried to to watch some of that game yesterday and just. I hate him. It's it's hard to watch. Yeah. And it's in. People will say, well, that's because you're a Tennessee fan. Man, I've seen been watching Alabama win championships before, and that's hard to watch your from your fan brain side of things. This is different. This is different. This is not – This like, is the reason we took to the streets when they were going to hire Greg Schiano, kind of a deal. Wow. To me. It's like, you really want to root for that? Be my guest. I wouldn't do it. I, I understand – still wanting to root for your team and I understand that the young man has rights and everything it's not I'm not it's not so much about Brandon Miller it's about Nate Oates and and how they've handled everything and not once have they had a sincere moment publicly where it it doesn't it didn't reek of legalese a lawyer wrote it a sports information guy wrote this segment every time they stick a mic in that guy's face. It just comes off callous and and yeah. and very rude. Well, I hope he likes Tuscaloosa. I he I would never want him here. Wouldn't want any part of that guy or any of those guys. Murdered a, a girl got murdered because she didn't want to go out with your goofy looking ass, Darius. Really, really. Wow. That's what it boils down to. She had a boyfriend. She didn't want to talk to his dumb-looking ass. Have you seen Darius Miles? He's goofy-looking. Bring me my gun. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. 546-8200. If you want to jump on board this afternoon, it's Russell, it's Bear, it's Marcus, it's you. Doing the thing on a Monday. Sign up for King of the Brackets. 
Marcus, have you done your bracket live. yet? Yes. 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 He's on the radio. Yes. We, we do a radio show. I guarantee you, you're the only one here at Fan Run who hasn't filled out a bracket yet. I'm the king of the brackets. Well, anywhere. I really haven't had time, to tell you the truth. You haven't had time. <laughs> no. I saw you get here and park in your car for like half an hour outside doing nothing. I was listening to talk sports. Doing nothing. Exactly. You were doing nothing. I haven't had time. Been really busy, Russ. I was listening to talk sports. Had, the boys have been on vacation for almost a week. It took me two, maybe not two minutes to, to do it. Yeah. Stay with us. The drive continues. It's Fan Run Radio. We're back with more right after this.